All right, welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to live your best life. Today, we're going to talk about volunteer experience as a gateway to land your dream job. Yes, we're going to talk about the idea of free work. It is such a powerful principle and one of the best ways to open doors that were not there in the first place. Ladies and gentlemen, volunteerism is great for three reasons. You're getting the actual experience, first and foremost. They provide opportunities to meet people who can propel your life forward, and you can communicate to others on a resume that you're qualified for a role, something that we're going to cover towards the end of this episode. So let's cover how volunteering can lead to better positions, as well as how to communicate that within your resume with our 66th ep- with our 66th episode. With our 66th episode of the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. Just a quick comment how hard it is to say 66th, like it's it trips you up. Just try it right now here in the car. It's a tough word. Anyway, um, first thing we're going to talk about is why volunteer for jobs and how it can benefit you. And I think it's really important to get us all convicted about volunteerism because sometimes it can be really... Uh, let's say tough for us to motivate ourselves to go out and do free work. It's this concept of free work and why we might do it in the first place. And one of my heroes, Gary Vaynerchuk, talks about the concept of doing free work that will lead to future opportunities. He talks about like the stigma that people have. It's like this false belief people may have is like, I'm doing work for free, therefore I'm severely undervaluing valuing myself. No, I'm worth so much more. Well, it's funny because they're not paying you thousands of dollars to do what you need to do right now. So go out and make the opportunity happen yourself by first doing the work and then letting the market realize what you're worth and start getting paid accordingly. Trust me, I had the same sort of feeling like when I was starting off my own business. I had this almost need to value myself to start doing things and I didn't want to do free work. However, one thing I quickly learned five years ago when I was building Let's See Grandma is free work propelled my business tremendously. For example, our company used to and honestly still does continue to put on free workshops for job seekers because we know that our reach is stronger. We know that we're able to connect with people better. Believe it or not, we used to charge very, very little for our resume and LinkedIn packages. And that's not because we didn't think we had the potential. That's not because we thought our resumes were worth, I don't know, $15, whatever we were charging. It's the fact that what we were offering wasn't being met by the market's needs. The demand was not there for our brand or our product. So we had to prove to the world that we were valuable. Some of you are sitting right here saying, I don't really want to volunteer for something because I know I should be getting paid a lot more for it. Whereas in reality, what you should be doing is getting your foot in the door by getting that experience and meeting people. And then when the opportunity comes up to get paid, you get paid. And there is so much benefit for job seekers specifically as well. In a study conducted by the Corporation of National and Community Service, more than 70,000 jobless people were tracked between 2002 and 2012 and found that those who had volunteered were 27% more likely to find a job than those who didn't volunteer. And that's just volunteerism as the X factor. There are so many other things that can lend yourself to a better job search. This is just volunteerism making a difference. So let's talk about this concept of getting experience. Like I said, just because it's unpaid experience doesn't mean that the experience itself isn't as valuable as if the experience were paid. 
you're still learning the skill set and doing what you want to do. The drawback, as we know, is that you're exchanging your time for the opportunity cost of making more money. So if you're currently working a nine to five job that you hate, but it's paying the bills, you may be taking away some opportunity to find another nine to five job that you feel eh about. So there is that drawback. However, I'm just going to prove to you in these next five to 10 minutes, hopefully that volunteering can be one of the most fruitful things you can do. Because if you see it as an investment to get yourself in a situation where you can eventually get paid, then it's not a drawback anymore. It's possibly an investment. The other quick thing about volunteering is it can also make you feel better when you don't have a job or you're working a job that you feel is completely meaningless to you. It can lift those spirits and help you find meaning in your career before you start getting paid for it. And I haven't even touched upon the fact that when you are in these positions, you actually are bettering yourself as a professional within that specific craft. So for instance, let's say that I want to get really really good at audio engineering. This is something that I love and I'm passionate about, but I don't have any legit experience doing so. What I might do is go ahead and see if I can shadow somebody who has that specific position and try and get that experience. And if I'm lucky enough for him to let me get my fingers on the knobs and start controlling things myself, that's invaluable experience. I'm going to learn so much more during that experience than possibly if I was already in a paid position. So the value of volunteering for something in order to gain a skill set or to hone a skill set is just incredible and something that I would recommend for anyone who doesn't have the skill set. If you do have the skill set, you feel confident like, oh, I'm the best coder in the world. I just need to meet someone to give me that job. Then volunteering still does have its merits. And I'll talk about that right now. Volunteering gives you the opportunity to move your life forward with a paid job eventually. And oftentimes it's a matter of proving yourself, possibly connecting with the right people. And then eventually you'll meet the right person that will get you a position. I'll talk about a specific experience I had when I was volunteering to play music. This was completely unpaid. This was just something that I wanted to do because I felt very passionately towards it. I love playing the guitar. Um, It's something that I definitely would do for free. I was playing this gig for about one to two months until I finally got approached and asked, you know, we really would like to consider you seriously for a more regular position here. We want you committed here. So we are going to start paying you on a monthly basis to go ahead and do what you're going to do. And so I still do continue to get paid here. And it's something that really, really deeply convicted the fact that, you know, volunteer for something, put your best into it. And if your talents are there and people recognize your talents, then it will eventually lead to getting paid. So And another example is I had a very tough time stopping DJing because oftentimes I would do gigs, sometimes for free, sometimes for little money. And I would have people approach me at the end of the event saying, hey, I'm actually an event coordinator for such and such organization. Can you do this gig at this time? And after that, it's just like starting relationship after relationship with people because you're getting out there, you're physically exposing your craft to other people and they're recognizing your talents. A way that you can put this into practice is by going back into our 30th episode where we talk about informational interviews. And 
informational interviews, I think, is one of the best ways to get those hidden jobs, those jobs that really are big. And Mac Pritchard talks about the concept of setting up meetings with people within your industry and just asking them how they got there, asking them really specific advice for how you can propel your life forward within that career. An example might be if I'm volunteering for Austin City Limits Music Festival here in Austin, and I happen to meet the sound engineer. I strike up a conversation, and I ask him if I could possibly buy him a cup of coffee to speak about his mixing methods for how he gets the sound quality so well. This really gets two benefits here. The first benefit is you'll get insights from this person that is going to possibly change your career. And the second thing is he or she may like you so much that they will try to do whatever they can to get you an interview. By the way, voluntary experience doesn't mean joining a completely separate organization. It doesn't have to. Colonel Carla D. Bass talks in our 60th episode about one of the best ways to get promoted or to get a job that you like better is volunteering or chairing projects for your current company. An example of that would be if I am doing sales for my company and I want to break into marketing, I might go over to the marketing department and say, hey, is there something specific that I can help with you because I think there's some synergy here and I would like to lead a specific project. Um, you say, hey, I would like to help out with MailChimp and I'll do it free of charge. Of course, they're going to want the free work. Of course, this is going to cut costs for them. And you're also going to learn the skill set MailChimp, which you'll be able to put on your resume. Start to think a little bit outside the box. Stop thinking just, okay, I need to start shooting my resume out to a bunch of positions in the hopes that I'll hear back from one of them cold. Start to diversify your job search strategy by broadening your mind and seeing that there are so many different ways and avenues to get paid positions. Does that make sense, guys? Good. I would hope so. All right. Let's talk communicating value. And that's through resumes, LinkedIn profiles, whatever. Because, yeah. So let's go ahead and assume that you were having a great volunteer experience where you were crushing it and it was solid. This is something you can communicate. This is something you want to bring up to the world and say, I may be a good fit for this paid position. So let's talk resumes. Resumes really are flexible documents and they're not a hard and fast chronology of your experience. It doesn't have to be very black and white. In fact, resumes at the end of the day are a marketing piece in which you're supposed to show why you're qualified for a position and why you should get the interview. I would be remiss not to talk about specific things you can do to bring volunteerism or your volunteer experiences to the forefront of your resume. It's key to talk about the ordering of experience here. So one thing I might do if I'm trying to apply for a position in which it would be kind of a career change, so say I'm going from sales to coding, if I was trying to show that I am a talented coder, one thing I might do is take that volunteer experience and bring it to the top of the resume above your sales experience. I'm not saying to remove the sales experience completely because oftentimes people want to see that you worked somewhere. However, once you start getting those coding jobs, I might recommend to get rid of the sales experience. The key point here is to make sure that you're showcasing what you need to showcase within the resume. I would say, and this is just a gut feeling, I don't have any stats here, but this is something I actually fervently believe in, is that recruiters and hiring decision makers are going to spend the majority of the time on the top half of the first page. If it's something that's on the second page, you can pretty much forget about it. 
because these people are spending six seconds on your resume, there's not a very high chance that they're going to give it a really good scan. So do whatever you can from a design perspective to make sure you bring up that volunteer experience and make sure it's actually seen within the resume. Maybe you want to add some white space within the resume so people can actually read the thing. Another thing you can do to bring your volunteer experience to the forefront of your resume is to bring it up within your summary of qualifications. And I've told people from the beginning, get rid of your objective. Summaries are where you're supposed to showcase your best of the best and why you're qualified for a specific position. So within that summary at the very top, I might bring up some of that experience you've had volunteering. Like I said, it's not a hard and fast rule. You don't have to have just your paid experiences within your summary. You can definitely have those volunteer experiences saying that you have experience volunteering for a sound engineering for South by Southwest or for Austin City Limits. These are the things you want to highlight when you're trying to showcase that you're qualified. Phrasing and including results is equally important here. The rule doesn't change. Employers really want to see that you can add value for the company, whether it's making the money or saving the money. So within those bullet points under your volunteer experience, don't be lax about it if this is something you want to transition into. Make sure you really fine-tune those bullet points to include the task, you include the result, include the time period whenever you can, and definitely include numbers. It's going to make a difference and it's going to catch the eye of the person deciding whether or not you should be getting the interview. All right, LinkedIn profiles. Really make sure you have your volunteer experience fleshed out in your LinkedIn profile. And the beauty about LinkedIn is that you can often link the actual company that other employees are linked to that have that experience. So if I say that I had volunteered for Let's Eat Grandma from 2014 to 2015, I can click into Let's Eat Grandma and see all the other employees and volunteers who had been with that company, which is one of the best networking opportunities out there. So make sure to play your LinkedIn game too a little bit. I talked about going out and meeting people at these actual events. I think LinkedIn just broadens that opportunity because like I said, you can open up that company and see who else has had that experience and send these people a LinkedIn message, connect with them. See if you're able to set up any of those informational interviews that I talked about. Like I said, people are going to love the opportunity to speak with someone and mentor someone because people genuinely are good and like to help other people. So definitely realize it and make it a win-win situation as much as possible. All right, wrapping up the episode here. This was a really good topic to do. Thank you all for listening we have a blog actually on volunteerism that Let's See Grandma wrote. I'm going to link that blog here at the bottom of the description because I think it goes into a little bit more detail on how to actually get volunteering within your resume. And my last ask for all of you is I've just enjoyed this, this time doing this podcast with you tremendously. I can't thank all of you enough for listening, especially those dedicated subscribers who have been there through every episode. I can see the stats. I know you're there and it makes me really happy. So just a quick request to go ahead and subscribe. And if you are one of those dedicated career warriors, please leave us a review. I read every single one of them and it really means the world to me. Funny thing about reviews on iTunes and all of the other platforms is it will actually prioritize your podcast based on the reviews and of course the downloads. So I really want to show the world 
how much this podcast means to all of you and what it can do to change your lives. Kent, thank you enough for joining me. Enjoy the rest of your day and weekend, and I'll see you on Monday. And for more on your job search, make sure to check out letseatgrandma.com. That's where you can find our blog, where we post the podcast show notes and so many more articles that will help you in your job search. You can also check out our resume services if you are interested in getting your resume professionally reworked. And please make sure to show us some love by jumping onto iTunes and leaving us a rating. The support from my fellow warriors will show the world how great this podcast is and help other people in their job search. Pay it forward. Thanks, guys, for being true warriors, and thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next week.